1: January 5th, 2018, and it's The Relevant Podcast. Crazy. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me in our Orlando studios, Eddie Big Hack Huffields. Man. Welcome to the new year. Happy new year, buddy. Uh, Over there on the ones and twos, our illustrious producer, my brother, Chandler Strang. Hello. On the Skype line from Loverland, Virginia, Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. And how do I do this? Am I going to make the announcement now? I mean, I'm going to make the announcement now. I think so. And joining The Relevant Podcast. Cast this is unbelievable. For 2018 from Nashville, Tennessee, author, speaker, podcaster, Annie F. Downs. Good
2: morning, gents. It's real. I sorry, can't, can't
0: believe I, it. I'd like to share yeah. first where I found out that she's going to join the cast. Because yeah. okay. I knew during the middle of the first show, I'm like, Oh, it's this is on. It's, right. it's it's was was we can't yeah. ever exist without her not doing this. Correct. So, yeah. I knew
2: y'all to... felt that way about me for years. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Well, oh this yeah. Is... We we're just <laughs> waiting
0: for the right time. This is a very unrequited kind of romance between you and Relevant. <laughs> but I swear to you, I was in the Country Bear Jamboree at Disney. Oh and yeah. No. <laughs> Cameron's like, I see a call from Cameron, and I'm like, oh boy, either the building's on fire or something great's happened. There's only two reasons. Yeah, I, I, I would
1: not, inter- I would not interrupt the Country Bear Jamboree for any other reason right. than something's on fire. Right. or yeah. great news. Right. I can't yeah, get it's, out either, of
3: it's either it's either we Annie is joining the podcast or we think Jesse was abducted. It's right. one of those <laughs> two things. But, but I said, you know, you got to tell me right now. And he's like,
0: fine. Annie's on the show. So I found out about Annie, AFD, joining the show yeah. in the Country Bear Jamboree, which we can all see. The- I'd have it no other way. Like
1: the Country Bear Jamboree, it's not complete without the, the female who comes down from the ceiling, this female bear and sings uh, the song. That's uh, Annie's role on this podcast. <laughs> Annie, have you seen the Country Bear Jamboree? <laughs> I love the Country Bear Jamboree. She comes down so, oh. on a swing. That's Annie's role
3: on
0: yeah, this podcast. Right. She I,
1: steals I'm- the show.
0: Right, and yeah. Jesse's the guy on the side that plays like ball. the yeah. Yeah, like his ball. one I string. I on played that, that
3: big that big jug of moonshine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: There's blood on the saddle. That's
2: my role to swing blood. down from the ceiling with the moonshine. It's got
3: one note. All he does is just has to blow a rhythm. Blood on the saddle. That's Jesse. <laughs> yeah, so I, I I I'm only involved like in in a quarter of the songs uh, songs that involve this noise. Ho ho. Just blowing on the lid of a giant jug of moonside that has three X's on it. (laughs) <laughs> AFD,
1: welcome to the show. It is a welcome. joy to be a part hey, of this with I have you. a question. On my uh, notes, it says, when uh, whoever does the rundown <laughs> says, yeah. cast intros and writes the names of the people on the show as though I haven't done this for 10 years, yeah. but wrote Annie right. F. Downs, parentheses, please include the F. Is there yeah. a story yes. to the Annie yeah. F. Downs oh, uh, requirements. I can't believe you, actually. I'm a, in a little our uh, embarrassed,
2: friendshiply, that I haven't told you this before. I don't know it either. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Really? I yeah. assumed. Yeah. Annie okay, wait, 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 I, I got
3: an email. I got an email uh, uh,
1: from the first episode, and I was like, I would be happy to include that note. All right, first of all, uh, we are friends, and I do know the reason. But this is called. I'm a good host. I'm teeing her up so she could oh, let the thanks. public know. Okay. Well, we are friends, thanks, and I thanks. don't know the reason. Oh, thanks. thanks. Okay. <laughs> well, I
0: assume that if you Google Annie Downs, it's some sort of mass murder or something. So she had to include. <laughs> You're it on the right super track. Right, You're super
2: close to the truth. The truth is, there is a super famous quilter in Australia.
1: Yeah. Oh, well. Like I knew the that. top
2: quilter in Australia, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Annie Downs.
1: So if you like search Instagram for Annie Downs, it is a weird mix of quilting and then people at conferences taking selfies with Annie. F-downs. Yeah. <laughs> Annie. <laughs> yeah. I, I have I have a, I have a question, Annie. Yeah. Have
3: you okay, ever? Tizzy, I'm ready. <laughs> because at some point you discovered this tidbit. Like I'm I'm assuming you know you're you're a web savvy person. And you discovered this other Annie Downs, who has quite the following, from what I understand, of Australian quilters.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, worldwide quilters, Jesse. She's just Australian. She She's is a pattern designer globe, globally. Wow.
3: wow. Have you ever encountered her either in person or digitally? Have you ever exchanged any sort of pleasantries or unpleasantries?
2: No, but I have this dream of her creating a quilting pattern for me. Not for me to create, but like that is my book covers or my face or something. I'm that would really not be it.
1: confusing. That <laughs> would, yeah. that, can you imagine if one of her book covers was all quilting stuff, yeah. but not to be confused with the other Annie Downs? <laughs> right. Her yeah. brand
0: new book, The Relevant Podcast. Yes.
1: Or right. you should take right. up quilting.
3: I think, yeah. What are you searching for? I want for? to. I have
2: this dream that there's a documentary where all the Annie Downses in the world get together, just like Will Smith just did. Did y'all see Will Smith just did this? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. And I want to do that. And it'll start with me and the quilter. So the rest I of ha- you, Annie Downses, come out. Come out wherever you are. Do you
1: guys like fight over social media handles? Like you, We did. You yeah. That's it, how it like, happened. The, the new platform emerges, the new Twitter, and you, the, you're like, oh, I got to get on it first. Yeah. You know?
2: Yeah, that's how it happened. We 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 race each other to the finish line of every social media.
1: I, uh, I There's one other Cameron Strang, and we do fight over social media. He's the <gasps> president of Warner Brothers Music.
0: Uh-huh. I no. actually got, got a text six months ago. They're like, hey, did Cameron resign from ABC or whatever music? I'm like... <laughs> Why are you texting me? And I know.
1: around the Country Music Awards time yeah, of year. Yeah. I get a lot of texts from people going, "Why did Garth Brooks thank you?" And yeah. you Wait, know, does
2: like, does other Cameron String live here in Nashville?
1: No, no, he's in L.A. now, but he. Oh, okay. le- you you should
3: lean into that though, Cameron. You'd be like, "Well, me and Garth
1: kind of have a story." Yes, yeah. serious. <laughs> he came up through the country music <laughs> ranks, and then he was president of Warner Brothers Music overall. Yeah. But he's he's a big deal. Most country albums, like big ones, you, they in the liner notes they thank Cameron Strang, and I'll get people. Wait, so y'all like,
2: aren't
3: related at all, though?
1: I, I don't know. I mean, I've never contacted him. I don't know. I mean, we just fight over like who can get the handle first.
3: Cameron, you should be like you know the song "I Got Friends in Low Places." Well, it's about me and Chandler. And, we <laughs> fly, <laughs> and A hat tip every year from Garth. It's, uh, we had a wild <laughs> night out and ended at a little saloon. The only music that night was a bear playing an old jug of moonshine. <laughs> and every song went like this: Right. <laughs>
4: Right.
0: <laughs> and the whole story is the whole song is completely autobiographical they're wearing yeah. boots they show up to a black tie affair yeah. right it's the whole exact
1: exactly what happened that night i've never even heard this song You've never heard that song? No. Well, I mean, I mean I've heard The Hook. I mean, I know. I, think, I know The Hook. Yeah,
0: just keep listening to the show. You'll hear it probably in about 30 seconds when we it'll, transition. It'll, or you'll,
3: it'll be the the song we end on today. John. Oh, yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah, I believe so. I, I believe Blame it that's all on my roots. Hey, oh, we're, okay. on, out, we're
1: kicking off 2018 Strong. We have a great show in Surfy today. Coming up later, we talk to pastor author Urban McManus. Oh, yes. Yeah. I don't know if he wants to be identified as a pastor. Isn't he more like an artiste? I mean, he, was he a is. He he's, is, but he's also the lead but pastor. But you can't label sake. him. You can't label him. Right. Yeah. He's I a mean, he has a job.
2: I, I, we can say what his job
0: is. He's a pastor.
1: But he also like, makes bags and stuff and does artistic endeavors. Maybe he's, he's he doesn't want to be uh, yeah. pigeonholed.
0: It's not a, It's not even a sermon. Yeah. It's just you and I hanging out together just right. with the Lord. Just He's going to hang okay, out here, with us can later. Can I, I tell you how Lord. cool
3: he is real quick? When <laughs> I, I called him to this interview, um, and that's not name dropping. I mean, people hear, will hear oh, me do the interview. Oh, yeah. neat. He's <laughs> like, like, hey, when I, I- <laughs> called him, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> me. as you can tell, I'm a little under the weather. Sorry, I've been playing. I've been playing an old uh, <laughs> moonshine jug pretty hard lately, and it's really done. a number of pipes. But anyway, I'm talking. So I call up program here, and he's like, "Hey, I just want to uh, figure out how long this will be because I'm talking to the UCLA football team before their bowl game in a few. So uh, you know, and I'm like, okay, this guy, this guy's big time. He's got stuff going on. So. What? Well, I- Happening.
1: Uh, Also coming up later, Matt Carney. He has a new album coming out, and uh, it's great. We're excited about it. And he comes on the show, not to talk about the new album, but we're doing that segment that that we love to do of songs that changed their lives. And so he's going to tell us the five songs that changed his life. And he's such a musical kind of, not prodigy, but like he pulls from a lot of uh, genres, you could say. I'm interested to see what these are. I can't wait. Like Annie,
0: Matt Carney had to differentiate himself from Matt The Carney who runs the Tilt-A-Whirl. <laughs>
3: runs the Tilt-A-Whirl.
0: Or Matt, did the, he? Or, the, or did he? Exactly.
3: Yeah. The, <laughs> the other way you know Matt Carney versus Matt the Carney, Matt the Carney only has seven fingers.
4: Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> There's a, the Tilt-A-Whirl um, is a dangerous yeah. thing. And yeah. if you
0: can't see their hands, one of them has a pack of cigarettes rolled into their flannel, and the other one doesn't. Matt the Carney is the, the one Both of
3: the them cigarettes. are in their mid-30s. One of them looks 70. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, uh, did you guys have a good uh, holiday season? I had a very it's the first time I've seen you since the holidays. Yes, all of you, actually. it was
0: lovely. I got really into listening to the original cast recording of West Side Story. Oh, what? and probably Sounds like a terrible holiday. Probably listen to it fifteen times. It's really beautiful. <laughs> How about you guys? <laughs>
2: Wait, I can't. No, I'm sorry. No one else say anything. Eddie, why West Side Story? Why 15 times? That's more than twice a day.
0: Yeah, because I've been working out in the garage a lot. I was like building stuff and cleaning. What and were you building? Doing, uh, I built a workbench, which is kind of meta to like build a workbench. Yeah, serious.
2: I I built a hammer.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The, the only appropriate an- answer, Eddie, when someone says, what were you building in your garage, is to instantly say catapult. <laughs> That's <laughs> the only appropriate Huge, Huge, sweet catapult.
0: catapult. <laughs> yeah, so, but you know, the rest of it was fine. We got Disney passes this year. So like the
1: annual passes. So we went to Disney like four times. Do you get way? Wait, 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 you splurge for the expensive ones that don't black out for oh, the two yeah. weeks around the holidays? Whole thing. Photo pass oh, the whole wow. deal. Well, I got the photo pass too, but mine still blacks out. Well, I can't
0: go until January 3rd. You should have asked your parents for better passes because my parents went for the whole thing. <laughs> oh, your parents gave it to you? Oh, yeah, they Holy moly,
1: that's a lot wow. of money. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, serious. Was, yeah, that's a couple grand.
0: Yeah, we did not know that. And then we we're like, I how much these passes are. And we're like whoa, 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 whoa. We need to up our return present. Game, yeah. Yeah. Those yeah. socks
3: don't yeah. quite hold water. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Is that, isn't that the double-edged sword of getting a really nice Christmas present from yeah. especially from a family member? It's like, oh, great. Now I got to get them something awesome next year. Yeah, you know, like, like I feel like that's the double-edged sword. Yeah. Here's there, you know? a little bit of land in, you know,
0: North Carolina or something. I don't you got to you
1: see. I, I figured out the, the, the parental budget mm-hmm. and I just got to rock that every year. every year. Like me as an adult. Right. This is what I'm going to spend on your present. I don't care right. what you get me. Right. I'm going to spend about the same amount of money every year. Right. Are and, you talking
2: about as being a dad or towards your parents?
1: Towards my parents. Yes. Like oh, I'm saying, okay. like I, this is, we're locking it in. My Christmas budget is going toward my son now. Right and you guys are going to get this amount of money. But that's the pay it
0: forward thing, right? Like they're going to spend just crazy on you. Not Chandler. Unfortunately Um, (laughs) Unfortunately for Chandler. Chandler got once again a subscription to Charisma. (laughs)
3: which (laughs) (laughs) His subscription was renewed for the eighth straight
2: year. We are hoping
1: that it takes root.
2: They wrapped it in a box so it felt better than it has in years
1: past. My mom basically buys him Charisma and a Bible every year. Trying trying to hope it'll take this year. (laughs) This is the year it's going to stick. Yeah, This one was the Camo Bible. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
1: so, oh, the Reggie. camo yeah. Bible. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, 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 nice. the the year, just for he, hunters' Bible. Last year, yeah. he got the one that little, <laughs> that little pocket-sized one that was had a metal case that you yeah. can keep it over your heart uh, and it'll, you know, like protect you in protect case you. Of
3: bullets. Yeah, from snipers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he <laughs> got rid of
0: that
1: already. Yep. <laughs> uh, Do you guys get anything cool? I got some pans. I'm I'm doing a lot of Hello Fresh and I need to pans. up my pan game. Oh yeah, and so yeah. I, I asked for some nice pans. Oh, that's wow. nice. That's a very adult gift.
0: No, but you did get
1: excited and, about and it. Right? And I got a I, suitcase. It's, so it's not I the sort mean, of thing that of I would thing. splurge on normally. You know, yeah, like right? I don't want to go to you know whatever William Sonoma and spend all that kind of money on real cutlery and stuff. You're like, so I do like, already have a pan. Perfect. You know? Yeah, yeah, it's a little warped. I got a you know Target nine years ago and it's like chipping. Yeah, you know. Oh, it's chipping.
2: Yeah, put that thing away. You know that's so oh, dangerous. Yeah.
1: Really? Uh, well, it uh, explains my my cancer. But I mean, but. The yeah, it
2: like it's bad, Cameron.
1: Nah, I'm not I ain't worried about it.
3: I ain't worried about that. I ain't worried about the asbestos in my house. I'm not worried about <laughs> uh Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah, we're fine, Annie. You don't need to worry about
0: us. We got this.
2: Have, there's a whole new level of me being on the show now. Now I've got to worry about your health, yeah.
3: your safety, oh, yeah. your <laughs> homes. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm built. It's called building up a resistance. I put <laughs> so many chemicals into this body. Yeah. I'm I'm
1: pretty much unkillable. This yeah, is eventually- camera's just <laughs> chipping a
2: little bit of that Teflon into every meal
1: just to be stronger. That's why yeah. I would I drink 50 Diet Cokes a day. Is like you're building up? Pre- I'm doing preservatives on yeah. the innards, and yeah. then I'm like rock solid. That and a lot of hot tamales. Just, I'm good. Just
2: like the oh, Egyptians. That's-
1: That's right. I'm mummifying myself. Right. (laughs) I'm
2: pre-mummifying
4: myself. (laughs)
1: Live forever. (laughs) Actually, I am, uh, you know, new year, new you sort of thing. I'm on day three of a very intense detox. Yeah. And uh, having no Diet Coke for the last three days, uh, I wake up with, Aches and pains. Yeah. It's oh not, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. No,
3: it's it's what rough your, for the first three. You, four days. Did you do a wow. test to check your uh,
1: blood aspartame levels? <laughs> <laughs> Over the legal limit. They said basically my blood was I could put it in a, a bottle with three X's on it and it would that's basically the same thing. <laughs> when they
2: When and they'd use it in the country bear jamboree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: When they drew the blood, it was
0: actually it was actually it was molasses. Yeah. Right. Blood molasses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, when they
3: when they put the when they did the little finger prick your finger went
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: listen you may want to cut that thing. you may want to cut yeah i or nothing i don't do moderation well i go to extremes and yes. I'll, I'll do 50 diet cokes a day or i'll do nothing right you know water only you know
2: listen that's enneagram seven brother
0: that's the study of contrast between you and I, because you will lose whatever. I mean, whatever you want, you, you lose weight magically. You'll lose 10 pounds in 20 minutes because you're just like, <laughs> I am now this person, right? And uh, oh, I will. Oh, do- a, I
1: flip a switch. It's pretty impressive. I don't like how I feel anymore. Right. I will now be healthy mm-hmm. and I am not tempted by unhealthy things at all. Really? Is, I'm not saying that I don't feel bad. Like I feel gross right now because of the... Because the aspartame coming out of my system, but you know, right. I can kind of smell it. It's like, yeah, it's, it's the
4: seep <laughs> <pub> of
0: aspartame <laughs> when you
1: walk into the room. I'm like, smells good. It's I, chemically, I, I like it. <laughs> it's like it's like when the you know you just mopped your floor. You know, a lot of <laughs> chemical, but it also smells good.
4: <laughs> That's
0: right. That's me. How was Christmas for you guys?
2: Um, well, I was taking a nap on Christmas Eve. And yes. I woke up, and my family had decided not to go to church. So we actually took Christ out of Christmas this yes. year. Yes,
0: <laughs> <So we did.
4: laughs>
3: that's the best way to go to church. Were, when you woke up, they were celebrating Hanukkah. It was yeah, yeah, wild.
2: And then um, this may be them. too much information, but a, a few of us got a little bit of food poison. So Christ took the Christmas out of us too. Yeah, my goodness!
1: So, oh, wow. So oh, yeah,
3: you I think agreed. that was that? You think that was a spiritual vengeance yeah, for not I think attending I, I think church I was getting, on his birthday? I paid for there. It was so so. So you're suggesting that Jesus was so mad that you bailed on his birthday party yeah. that yeah. Uh, he gave you food poisoning. That he poisoned yeah. me. Yeah, I thought it was right. Montezuma's
1: revenge. Now I know it's Jesus's yeah. revenge.
2: That's <laughs> yeah. right. That's right.
3: Man.
1: So-
2: well, and okay. I got a toaster oven, so me and Cameron are stocking our kitchens this year. We're yeah.
1: having real adult Christmas, aren't we? You gotta be so careful that adult-y. doesn't chip, Annie. You don't want stuffing your toast. Yeah, you're th- good. Th- Thank
2: you. Well, the problem is I haven't had a toaster oven, so every time I make toast, I use my actual oven, which is ridiculous. I
1: like that no one
0: asked. Damn. No one asked Chandler, and no one cares when it's time. No, to he talk. said. <laughs> he said something. He said a suitcase. Yeah, I got a suitcase. Yeah, you know what kind of suitcase, I would, Chandler? I can't even hear him talking. What, well, Jesse? How was your Christmas? <laughs> <No.
4: laughs> I'm interested
0: in this suitcase uh, situation. I, I
5: actually got the away suitcase. which uh, we yes. the, my I told my mom to use the offer code RELEVANT at checkout. Yeah,
1: our, uh, our recent sponsor yeah. of the podcast, yes. The yeah. Way Suitcase. Yep. Do you like Chandler, it? Chandler,
2: I have them too, and I love them so much. But if you mess up the code on the top, they can't fix it. Oh, really? I had to mail a suitcase back, and they had to mail me a brand new one because I messed up the code.
5: Oh, wow. Well, <laughs> in, in, in the booklet, it says to save the code as like a phone number on your phone so that way you don't forget it. Clever. And I did that. Did Chandler, you?
3: when's the last time you've gone out of town on a trip? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that I went out of town like a month ago
5: into New York. That's actually when I realized I didn't have a suitcase. So
3: were you oh, one you of the guys oh, that uh, when you go to like the checked baggage carousel, it's a it's like a leaf bag covered in duct tape. Was, was that you? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, Chandler, that was
0: mine. Hands off. That was mine, guys. Move back. I got to get no that. one's trying to touch it. Don't worry. No, there's nothing alive inside of it. Just move along. Chandler, um, what did you get your lady friend and what did she
1: get you? She got me this jacket.
0: Oh, it's a Supreme jacket with a Champion logo on the front.
1: Big yes. old, big oh, well old C on yeah. the front, which oh. stands for Champion and Chandler. And what did you get her?
5: Uh, I got her an Amazon uh, a ring fire stick. <sighs> Oh. or whatever that's called. That's what she asked for. And, then and she Amazon this, who Chandler? Amazon. Like the fire stick or whatever. The like the thing for the TV. So she spends like 100, like $120 on you your Supreme jacket and yeah, you spent well, 35 they, bucks on her fire stick. That <laughs> I, she didn't. T- I mean, I, you know, she I, was I, probably uh, wanting
1: something else. As that's well. what she asked
3: for. That sounds like, hey, I will say, it sounds like a real, it sounds like a
1: dope Supreme jacket. So, well, that's <laughs> yeah. the more of the story. All right, moving the show along. It's time for our weekly look back at what happened in culture and entertainment. It's time for In Case you- we missed it. Hey in case you missed it uh, this week Steph Curry, uh, President Obama and Chance the rapper came together for a touching new PSA for the My Brothers Keeper Alliance. The organization was started by President Obama in 2014 with a mission to address persistent opportunity gaps facing boys and young men of color and to ensure all youth can reach their full potential. They explained, in order to develop holistic support systems and improve life outcomes for boys and young men of color, we unite business, philanthropy, nonprofit, government, community, youth, and other influencers in support of tomorrow's leaders. Here's a clip of the PSA, it was great.
6: I want you to know, you matter. There's nothing, not a single thing that's more important to the future of America than whether or not young people all across this country can achieve their dreams.
5: We're the ones to inspire our generation. To rise up, take action and stand for the idea of opportunity for everyone. Not just for the sake of young men like me, but for the sake of America's future.
6: We're the ones to not give excuses. To not wait for permission to challenge biases. We just do. We're the ones to act.
5: To to bring bring our unique gifts and and talent. To make sure America lives up to its grand ideals for our children and and our our neighbor's neighbors' children. Because our Our futures are all tied together. I am my brother's keeper.
6: We are the ones. I am my brother's keeper. I am my brother's keeper. I am my brother's keeper. And And I want you to be too.
3: Such a cool project and mission and such a cool collection of, you know, guys from, especially those those three um, to come together for something like this. A really cool video too.
1: Hey, in case you missed it uh, this week, Will Ferrell and Molly Shannon's fake Rose Parade broadcast oh. angered and confused a lot of people. So Amazon Prime decided was to really pull funny. off a sort of comedy stunt when it had the Saturday Night Live Legends host a Rose Parade broadcast. Uh, the, the catch was they did it in character, pretending to be a local news duo named Cord Horsenbeck and Tish Katiga. Yeah. Um, uh, Anyway, uh, many viewers didn't recognize the pair and were not happy with all the strange commentary uh, from these people they'd never heard of. So the show got more than 1,400 one-star reviews that included feedback like, way to go, Amazon, totally (laughs) ruining the Rose Parade with two inane idiots who thought the event was all about them. And do you really think fear of horses and depression are fitting parade commentary? (laughs) Not even the credits were safe. Here's a clip. This is great. walk home. How do you think the crew did this
6: year? By the way, I don't know. They're I a terrible a crew. Let's mm-hmm. be
4: honest. Oh, there's a banana
6: for you. Oh, thank you. Finally.
4: <laughs> I have to be honest. <laughs> also,
0: <laughs> who wrote this
6: crap?
4: <laughs> it's terrible. Oh
0: my
6: This yeah, stuff is terrible. So
1: Can you imagine if you Should we fire cut? the, the thing that I don't get with me. the crew? <laughs> The thing that I don't get is the sweet old people watching the Rose Parade who would be confused by this because they don't know who Will Ferrell is. Yeah, yeah. How did they get on
3: Amazon Prime Video? Thank you. Right. Because they have someone in their family that they gave an awesome gift to. In exchange, they got a fire stick. <laughs> <and> they were <like, laughs> obligated to use it.
4: Like,
3: I, mean, I mean, he gave me this. I gave him a sweet Supreme jacket that cost got like 400 bucks. And I got this fire stick. I might as well use it to watch it at the Rose Parade. And the funny thing is, Will Ferrell, I guess if like you didn't know it was him, his disguise was pretty good. Yeah. Oh, it was <laughs> hysterical. Yeah. I thought it was yeah.
0: funny. Did everybody? I mean, everybody thought it was funny, right? Sure. Oh, I yeah, thought it was really for 1,400 funny. people. Yeah, those those yeah. people are exactly who they did it for.
2: I need to. We need to have a Rose Bowl conversation real quick because I know none of y'all are thrilled about this, but I am a Georgia Bulldog, and I am beside myself that they are in the national championship thanks to that Rose Bowl
0: game. What? What coming a game! In, coming too, in pretty hot. That new person.
2: Hey, listen, I'm proud, <laughs> Cameron. I wish everyone listening could see Cameron's face of how very much. Not only does he not care, yeah. he's angry.
0: There's no, like stuff I, we don't talk about on the show that the we the just kind move move of moved past. Yeah, I, unfortunately, sorry, AFD. <laughs> the F stands for Florida on this
4: show. <laughs> so.
0: So. Yeah, I'll have
3: you on the sports podcast if they win the national championship to to relish the moment. Oh yeah, and I will say congrats because that was one of the best oh. Rose Bowls I've, Thank one of the best you. college football games I've ever seen. <sighs>
2: Cameron, hey. say one nice thing. It's my first time as an actual <laughs> cast member.
3: The UCF game was good. Yeah, uh, did you see <laughs> that? That was so fun. <laughs> they <laughs> should be playing Georgia in the national championship. Let's right. go out. Let's let's I go. I gotta and throw, throw that right. out there.
1: Do you think if UCF play? I mean, that would be a real game, wouldn't it? It'd would be a real game. I mean, Auburn beat two of the final four teams, yeah, and then exactly. they I beat mean, both was, the
2: teams in the national championship. I know,
1: it was like yeah. it was clearly overmatched, outmatched by UCF's offense. You know? Yeah. Wow. It's gonna be hard because, of course, I gotta root SEC till the end. So what do you what do you do? You root for Georgia? No.
2: Surely you root for you root for Alabama, Cameron. No, no, no.
1: I don't. No. You know what happens? I literally, if Florida.
3: Just, if there's I don't watch I, it. I was watching one of the games. It was one of the other bowl games. Not none like this is I'm not throwing shade at uh UCF or, or whomever, but let's be honest, none of the other bowl games matter and are just on, you know, just for the fans. Just to pass teams. the time
1: during yeah. the day on July first <laughs> yeah, And So I was
3: watching one and they had like this ceremonial coin toss. It wasn't just ceremonial, this decides the, the possession of the game. Like it actually means a lot. And they had this giant coin made that was the size of like the lid of like a fast food soda cup right and and on one side of the lid was one team's logo and on the other side of the lean team was the other team's logo and so they had this woman who looked like she was probably in her 70s and i guess she was like a local business uh, uh person who had like sponsored part of the game and they handed her the coin to do the coin toss and she literally just kind of like limply threw it out like a frisbee. It didn't even flip and just landed. Like <laughs> Right. Oh, and I was thinking yeah. th- that that's got to be a rules violation. Like, is that? Can you review the right. coin toss? Because literally the coin didn't. flip. Right, there's got to be like two
0: and a half turns at least before right. it's right. an eligible. She frisbeed
2: throw.
3: it.
0: All right, AFD. How long have you, did you? How long have you been a Georgia fan? So you went there. You
4: went, went to there. Georgia. Yes.
2: Thanks, Cameron. Yes, I oh, went there, golly. and my whole life I grew up in Georgia. I mean. This is for the Falcons to be in the Super Bowl in 2017 and Georgia to be in the national championship in 2018 is a lot for my emotions. Wow. Just so y'all know.
0: I don't know what to do with that. It's
1: got to the running had, back duo. When UF had both watch. the football and the basketball championship the same year, and then we won back-to-back championships. Remember yeah, that? I do. That's what best. she's feeling okay. right now. Okay. It's a-
4: <laughs>
0: Listen,
2: I need y'all to love all of me or none of me. You got to love the UGA side of me.
0: <laughs> uh, I don't know how I feel about that, but I hear what you're saying. You're
1: I, wearing UGA colors right now, Lumberjack. I know, Yeah, I just thank you very
2: looked- much, Eddie, for wearing the Georgia shirt you're wearing.
1: You're welcome. Welcome to the show. Oh, oh do y'all know
2: why Eddie's wearing a collared shirt? Does everybody know this?
0: No. It's uh, my this year. I'm done wearing t-shirts to work. What? I've been wearing t-shirts for like, you know, because when I left summit, yeah, I had to iron every day and it was driving me nuts.
3: Yeah. And then I decided that's what kids are for. Hey, let, let me say Eddie. Let me stop you there. Yeah. Just because you're wearing a button-up shirt doesn't mean uh, you need to iron. I've ironed once <laughs> in the last twelve months. That was before the Christmas party, and that was only because Cameron left a subtle hint outside the room I would stay Which was staying in, by leaving an iron outside. Well Let's just
1: say this: with <laughs> a poster on Jesse that said, comes down shirt, to man. our nice, our nice event, it, it's a suited event, right? Yeah, yeah. So you're gonna wear a tie, you're gonna wear a suit. Jesse shows up with a duffel bag, meaning that his, suit, suit, is his suit is crumbled up. in, in the duffel bag. Yeah. And so I'm going, here's an iron, buddy. Like I just, <laughs> I'm just helping you out. He
2: packed like the Chandler Taylor. Strang.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Classic Chandler. Formally. Yeah. Right. Uh, congratulations. Uh, new yeah. year,
0: new you. New year. I like new, it. Yeah. A little bit of collar. I think I'm going to start wearing collars. Monday. He said Friday. four out of five work days. Isn't that right, Eddie? Right. Because Friday, no one's there. Right, oh, no no, one's, do you go somewhere? I thought you worked from home. No, I was at Northland. Oh. Yeah. In Northland Church. They, I have an office there. Oh, it's oh, too nice. many times the senior pastor has walked by and it's like June and I'm wearing you know, shorts and a Brooklyn Brewery t-shirt. Yeah. It's like, hey, <laughs> yeah, hey, I should be wearing a collar. <laughs> yes. I work for IJM where they wear suits every day. And this is what yeah. I'm wearing.
3: Yeah. I mean, we, it, we all got to stop somewhere because I've just decided to wear a shirt period to work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you Donald Duck it every day of your life. This is the year, yeah. Jesse. I mean, this is just, the year. Yeah.
1: No, he not Donald Duck it. He, it's it's reversed. Reversed. it. he wears bottoms, no top. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. It's Donald Virginia. Duck he wears Mickey bottoms, no it. top? He Mickey Mouses it.
0: Oh, yeah. Mickey Mouses it. It's better. than I think he should Yogi it where it's just the vest. <laughs> 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 just the same vest every single day. Um, it's a lovely
3: little, And a little fedora. Yeah. Okay. And you always trying to get picnic baskets. Yeah, and I bring picnic
1: <laughs> baskets for lunch <laughs> every day. And I just pull out a slice of old pizza. <laughs> yeah.
3: Hey, in case you missed
1: it, Justin Bieber is auctioning off a painting of the cross he painted called oh. Calvary oh. to help victims of California wildfires. Popstar posted an image of the painting on Instagram where it received more than 2 million likes. Uh, The recent fires have caused uh, more than $10 billion in damages to, to home and property and Bieber's frequently taken to Instagram to share his faith. Um, A few weeks ago, he told fans on the platform, do you feel you have exhausted all options? Do you feel helpless? Do you feel like you're never good enough? What if I told you that there's a God that's willing to meet you wherever you're at? What if I told you he could take away your pain, shame, guilt, and fears? Hashtag Jesus adding, Jesus is changing me from the inside out every day. Look at look at that. Look at Bieber. Yeah. Look at Bieber. How, how cool! Like in the painting. I'm not an art
3: critic, so I'm not going to talk you, about. Hold the, on, you are, are or are I, not? <laughs> I am not. I'm not. Oh. A, I'm not like a visual art critic. I you see. Know, whenever I, whenever I, he I, goes I to a
1: museum, he yogi bears it. You know, so, oh, yeah. <laughs> He's gotta be comfortable. <laughs> but, let it breathe. But let how, cool, how
3: cool? would it be to have like what looks like a, a picture of a cross that, uh, you know. You might have purchased that like a Christian bookstore and be like, hey, no big deal. Justin Bieber painted that. I feel like that is the (laughs) ultimate piece of like weird Christian uh, merchandise. It's the ultimate conversation. It's a better
2: painting than I can do. I'll tell you that much. Oh, oh, I'm yeah.
3: sure. I mean, he's a
0: really talented artist. That's always the thing Wait, that gets me with artists
1: being like musician artist. Yeah, but I mean, generally
0: those like creative of, those types of people, like you know, a, yeah, a good it's athlete, super no Kincaid. I would say
3: no one's mistaking it for a Kincaid. I'll say that though. Kincaid. Oh, that's too bad.
2: <laughs> that is too bad. I mean, it's it's he's he does a thing with the shading. Of the different co- colors that I cannot do, you guys. I tried to paint one time and it was so shameful that I've put it away forever.
0: You did? Was it one of those like you and 10 friends go to like a painting thing and all paint the same vase? <laughs> it's
2: worse. I, I gave my sister for Christmas one time a painting class together and she was Ugh. ashamed of what I did. and was like, please stop.
0: <laughs> Does she have any sort of artistic ability?
2: Oh, yeah. She's great.
0: Oh, I wow. looked like a Yahoo. Hey,
1: in case you missed it, Jen Hatmaker, Beth Moore, Lisa Sharon Harper, and Shauna Nequist were among the women to sign the hashtag silence is not spiritual statement. Dozens of Christian leaders signed the statement that represents an effort to break the silence on violence against women and girls and encourage others within the church to not remain silent either. Uh, Their statement says in part, we're experiencing a Kairos moment, a window of opportunity to bring healing in the world and in the church. The rise of the recent me Too and Church Two movements have compelled us to examine our own beliefs and actions concerning the state of women. We face an urgent and defining moment in history. Women of all faiths, races, cultures, and backgrounds are bravely breaking their silence. Yet many communities of faith do not match their bravery with action. Instead, feeling the problem is too pervasive, they've acquiesced, leaving whole churches and communities paralyzed. Uh, the hashtag and statement are efforts to encourage those within the church to stop standing by and start standing up for women and girls who experience violence. You can find out more and sign the statement as silenceisnotspiritual.org. is mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah. Powerful statement. Powerful statement. Yeah.
2: I loved it. I think it's really smart. I think it's really, we have to start saying that stuff out loud, right? I mean, y'all know this too, but there's so many of these conversations that happen behind closed doors that are really important and really powerful and really meaningful where people are telling the truth of what they've experienced. Hmm. And and we just aren't in a world anymore where that's going to cut it, where we just talk about it. We have to start talking about it publicly, I think.
1: Did you did you guys see the new Dave Chappelle stand up special? I did yeah, on I Netflix did. the two of them. I did. Yeah. Did you see the second one? Yeah, I did. The Comedy in the, in Store the small, one, the small, small, the small venue club. one, yeah. where yeah. he really he tackled this. He um, said some surprising yeah things about it, kind like, of inflammatory, right? Like, <laughs> I, 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 it, yeah, kind of going. He said, "I support you, ladies. I believe I believe you, and I'm glad you're saying something, but almost like." watch out. Yeah. Like there's a little what bit, does that like,
0: mean? He, he almost blamed it as though there is sort of, it, it seemed to me like there was almost like a, uh, a culture of perpetrating this by women in order to like move ahead in, in the world.
1: He said, it was uh, uh, like, uh, no, that's messed up. The point that I think he was making uh, yeah. is, is, you know, I'm or glad y'all to. are unified and <clears throat> speaking up, but you're pushing these powerful these powerful systems that are in place and entrenched, you're pushing them and you're, you're raising your voice and you're, and you're trying to create change. The problem is, is what he said. I do not agree with this. They will. While right now they're on their heels, when they get their footing again and come back, they will come back harder and harsher, and the backlash ah, nice. might be severe. Wow! Uh, did, is that, did you catch like yeah. perspective?
5: Like that happened to him in a different, well, almost, in a different almost manner, like but, we
1: saw this with like racial movements. We saw this with other movements. Just w- watch out for the backlash. He's like, I'm right. happy for you, but it's coming. Like well, it was it's like crazy. Like a very problematic attitude. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Sure. That
2: that just can uh, that can't be true. Yeah, that can't be true. The backlash, that backlash. I'm hearing, I haven't seen it. He was saying
1: as an oppressed, as an oppressed person, when we have stood up and pushed back the powers that be, while we have our moments, that what comes back is so much more severe than what was. It almost makes you wonder if we should have stood up in the first place is what I was reading between the lines. I I agree. I agree. That's what he was saying. I don't agree with that, but I'm not an oppressed person either. I'm, I can't identify with his plight and people of color and I can't identify with women's situations either. I'm, I'm aware of that, but I would never heard that said before and I couldn't believe he said it on his special.
0: Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think he did it under the guise of like, I'm just a comedian spouting off, but I was, i was a little shocked at what he said but i do think that like people signing this letter and the me too hashtag i I think that even though there may be repercussions to it and it may not be it's not just like a smooth exit out of this kind of oppression it still feel like people are putting one foot in front of the other and speaking up and saying like it's necessary this is not okay it's it's
2: absolutely necessary like since when do we make decisions based on whether the backlash is going to be too much that's not how we make decisions
1: absolutely yeah yeah I, I don't know. I was surprised. Watch it for yourself. Maybe I'm, maybe I, you know, inferred th- other than what he was trying to, you know, imply. Yeah. But I, you know, I, I yeah, I, I couldn't believe he said what I thought he said. You Did know, people yeah. laugh
2: yeah. in the audience. Was it like well, a funny the n- way I mean, he you, he know, yeah. you know, you know Chappelle's
1: things when he gets in his like soapboxing moments, like it's not meant for funny, and then he'll mm. say something that is funny, but then he's actually like sl- little, saying...
5: Little lines that are like jokes within a serious story.
1: A very serious yeah. thing yeah. he's but, talking about. But,
3: yeah. but I mean, if you watch his last two, I think he'd released two uh, or yeah. in the last year or whatever, he, he also has some antiquated ideas, and you know, I, I saw a think piece after those two were released that you know, basically like Dave Chappelle's sort of thinking and social ideas haven't evolved since, you know, whenever he was having his moment like 15 years ago. And, you know, I don't think it's hard to find things that he said in his more recent special, other things, it, additional things that are problematic as well. And wrongheaded.
0: Yeah. I, Thankfully, I, I'm not looking to Chappelle to be my, you know, leader. We looked all at any of them. F- I was going well, to say, yeah, and, I'm,
2: I'm not anymore. He was well, I, previously.
0: Well, no, I'm just kidding. Well, but truly like Jen and, Sharon and Shauna and the people that signed that letter, I'm like, okay, I'll I'll follow them. I'll follow their lead, hear what what they're
1: saying. That's right. Hey, in case you missed it, filmmaker Ava Ava DuVernay will receive the prestigious Visionary Award by the Producers Guild of America this month. Uh, The award recognizes producers for their unique or uplifting contributions to our culture through inspiring storytelling or performance. Uh, She's produced and directed projects that deal with major social issues, including the documentary 13th, in the TV series Queen Sugar. She's also the first African-American female director to have a film nominated for Best Picture with Selma. Uh, And she's also the first African-American woman to helm a film with a budget higher than $100 million with the upcoming adaptation of the Christian sci-fi novel A Wrinkle in Time.
2: (gasps) I'm reading it right now.
1: Uh, The Guild said the emergence of Ava DuVernay as a producer and filmmaker has been one of the great developments of the past several years, adding she is, by any standard, a visionary storyteller.
3: I wish there was a major magazine that would, uh, you know, have an in-depth conversation with her. I'll say that. (laughs)
1: <laughs> soon, soon. Hey, and lastly, in case you missed it, Beyonce is among this year's Coachella headliners. Uh, the The lineup came out this week uh, yeah, for uh, Coachella in April in California. Uh, the pop superstars are joining headliners the weekend, and Eminem for the California festival. A little surprised about that. Uh, I know it's. I mean, I like Eminem. Don't get me wrong, but like, I was a little. He doesn't seem like
0: none of them. That's the hard part. None of them seem on par with her. Did,
1: did you see yeah. the salon headline uh, the other day? It was going around on Twitter. It was uh... How it was like a review of Eminem's new album. And yeah. it was like, you know, it's a thoughtful takedown of the Trump era, yeah. comma, and also it's terrible. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> <laughs> they're oh. like, just read the words, don't listen to the music. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, other notable artists at Coachella this year include The War on Drugs, Alt J, Haim, SZA, Amigo, St. Vincent, and a ton of others. So yes. Basically, your typical festival lineups. It's a good era for music. Very so exciting. that means the music festivals are going to be good too. So yeah. guess what? Guess who does not like Beyonce? Who? Oh, boy. Mm. Any F. Downs doesn't like Beyonce. Oh, no. Okay, okay, Definitely.
2: that's a that's a that's a headline that's a little bit clickbaity. She there, really it's
1: a little <laughs> clickbaity. Oh, <no. laughs> Jesse, that's, that's, right that's a Chappelle that's uh, a level take top top right there. Ten yeah, yeah, yeah. reasons
0: why Annie F. Downs does not like Beyonce. New article just blew up. Best <laughs> that's, it, that's it. That's it. That's um, it.
2: It's not that I don't like her. It's that I feel like there's a. I have come to the realization oh. in the last few months that there's maybe a lot of hype around her that I don't buy <gasps> all the hype. Wow.
3: <sighs> That is to agree, to, agree to disagree. Yeah,
2: I, I'm not saying I wouldn't be friends with her.
0: Yeah. No, no, no. I'm not saying. Yeah, it's not a personal attack. It's just you don't like yeah. her music. Actually, I think I wouldn't be friends
1: with her. I think she'd be very exhausting as a friend.
0: I think she'd be pretty cool and normal.
1: Wait, really? why would she be exhausting she she as a friend, Cameron? Off?
2: What about it? She's. I, tall. I mean, I'm
1: just like her glam squad would be with her at all times. Her handlers would be with her at all. You like when do when does Beyonce turn off?
0: I have a strange feeling. She is remarkable. I feel like I would not enjoy being around her because of how kind of normal she is. I mean, granted, we'd be in the nicest house and Jay-Z's there, right there, but like, I kind of feel like she's a normal person. Huh? Maybe I'm wrong. I think everybody knows that
1: I'm wrong. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Everybody's like, no, 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 you don't understand how this works.
1: All right, that will do it for in case you missed it. Stay tuned. Up next, Slices. Listening to Phoenix, as long as J Boy, my high school nickname. At the beginning of the podcast, you heard Kendrick Lamar and SZA with all the stars uh, from the new Black Panther soundtrack, which he is helming. It's going to be exciting. Well, this week's show is brought to you by Squarespace. Whether you need a landing page, a beautiful gallery, professional blog, or an online store, it's all included with your Squarespace website. Creating a site with Squarespace is a simple, intuitive process. You can add and arrange your content and features with the click of a mouse. You can use their award-winning templates. You can customize them however you want, all without a single plugin. They even have powerful commerce tools to uh, run your, you know, your store. I, I, I know all this because I've been a Squarespace customer for years, uh, long before they sponsored the show. Uh, love Squarespace, and in fact, relevantmediagroup.com is a Squarespace website uh, right now. Squarespace is offering relevant podcast listeners a special deal. You can start your free trial today at squarespace.com and then enter offer code RELEVANT to get 10% off your first purchase. Squarespace, set your website apart. Okay, it's
3: time for Slices. What do you have, Jesse? All right, well, a lot of people are talking about New Year's resolutions right now, how they can stick to them. I have no issue with New Year's resolutions. I think they're great. But what I think the world needs more of is reverse New Year's resolution (laughs) is to look at the first couple weeks of the new year and say, "Listen, this is me time. Okay, it's a new year. Stuff's been hard. I just need to indulge a little, right? Like I all this like self betterment. I don't need to put all this pressure myself. I got a whole year to figure stuff out. Right? You know. Right. I should. Here's the thing. Like, how am I supposed to end the year on a good note if I started it? going as hard as I possibly can towards some ridiculous goal. Right. Sure. Sure. Here's here's my theory. You start the year at a very, very low point. Okay. Inevitably, yeah. you'll, you'll probably end up better off, and you would have had, in hindsight, a great year. What a lot of people are doing right now are setting themselves up for failure.
1: This <laughs> is this is why, this is what the mindset I have when I go to Orlando Magic Games. I expect them to lose, right. and then yeah. if they don't lose, I'm pleasantly surprised. Or even just yeah. lose by a little little tiny bit. Yeah, it's just like, oh, okay, then well, you walk really out of fought. there, either right. you had the experience you, you expected, or you leave happy. Yeah. You know, know, in no situation are you disappointed. I like this mindset, Jesse, approach your year with low expectations. (laughs) That's right. And then if you exceed them, Hey, good for you.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And the best way to do that is to set a reverse resolutions, which has doing (laughs) you doing terrible things in January because hopefully you're living slightly better. (laughs) So that
2: that you've quit doing terrible things.
3: Yeah, I yeah, do exactly. not go to church,
0: no Bible, <laughs> yeah, and just okay. eat at Golden Corral every night in January.
3: Well, Eddie, I'm so I'm so glad you said that, because there mm-hmm. is a restaurant chain that uh, they didn't say this was their motivation for this deal, but I can only assume that they have the same thinking that I do. IHOP has announced a new deal <laughs> that will run from now through February 11th. Oh, gosh. That we'll, that will get. This is what they say is the most requested promotion they've ever had by customers, by people who frequent IHOP. All you can eat pancakes around the table. How much do you think it costs to eat uh, all you can eat pancakes? Three ninety nine. Yeah. How much each person? Three ninety nine. No, that's. Yeah, ten dollars. How much do you think like it costs? So three ninety nine, ten dollars. Like, Eddie. Like Five
5: ninety
0: nine. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go two bucks because they're the devil. <laughs>
3: Cameron, you hit the nail on the head. Three ninety nine. You can sit at a table at IHOP and just have them bring you infinite pancakes. You can okay. <laughs> theoretically, you but could they sit there know for four what we hours. all
1: know. That the first. Ten bites of hot, right. fluffy buttermilk pancakes right. are incredible right. and trans- life changing. And then, but after that, there's nothing you want less than right. more pancakes. No. Once you've hit your fill, that's right. That's why waffles are a so they can say un- un- they can say unlimited pancakes, and we kn- they know that nobody's going to have more than three or four. Right. No I don't way, know. Cameron.
2: Here, there are got to be people rolling in there that eat a dozen easy.
0: But that's I, like their markup, though, is they're probably spending two, two a cent and a half per pancake. <laughs> that's
2: the part that grosses me out. That's the part I can't <laughs> handle is the mass production of that that <laughs> makes it possible for us to eat for three ninety nine? I can't.
0: What? Yeah, there's like not an egg in the store. Oh, no. But, there's but, no, but it's he, all
1: just add water to this like vat yeah. of whatever. It's the opposite. It's the antithesis of farm to table. <laughs> <They Yes>. bought, <laughs> it's factory to table. They, they yes. bought that, uh... <laughs> right, it is factory to table. Yeah. Factory They, they, buy,
4: booth. <laughs> they don't they even they have, have tables.
1: <laughs> what was Jesse? What was it you are telling? Slightly sticky booth.
0: What's that guy yeah. that sells five hundred pancakes for for the end times? Just in oh, case, uh, Jay Baker. Oh, J- Jim Baker. Jim yeah. Baker yeah. sells. Yeah. yeah, they use that. Yeah,
1: oh, <laughs> the big vat of like the powder that he sells. Yeah. Oh, they just mix yes. that up three ninety nine yeah. all you want.
3: Yeah. But, but here's here's what encouraged me about it. I feel like America is a land of principles, and yeah. there are people who will be sick of pancakes and, and be disgusted by the sight of them and even more disgusted by the thought of consuming another one, yet they will go there and pay their $4 mm-hmm. and continue to eat them out of principle. Oh, and yeah, I encourage cool. people to
1: do it. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> so what you're saying, if you indulge this and then get to that extreme, you're going to have... Your fill, your yearly fill of pancakes by February 11th, you won't want to touch another pancake and then you get healthier after that.
2: Yeah, I can't know yeah. what success is in this story. That's the problem is I don't know <laughs> when you've done the thing well.
1: <laughs>
3: yeah, uh, but but here, here's what a lot of people are saying. It's just not possible, Jesse. Like, I may be a perverse center principle. But I'm still a human being. I'm not capable of eating pancakes for over a month every day. At all, you can eat volumes. I want to introduce you to a man in Ohio. This oh, is no. slice is sort of a twofer, but it's what I'm doing here is this related. Um, Annie, Annie just since in, you're since you're new to the show,
0: Jesse, excuse me for interrupting. This is what we call the Jesse file, okay. where Jesse highlights a person that <laughs> he's calling out to be sort of like eccentric, but yeah. really he's just building a is case it? for the life he wants to live. Yeah. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, I don't even know the slice, but this is Jesse in, in the future. Jesse, take okay, it. Okay, so
3: this this man is actually I want to be him for several reasons. Um, <laughs> this this man, his name is Bruce Wayne. Okay. Okay. It's no, no, it's not. his no, real not. name, his birth given name, it's is Bruce. It's Bruce, it's Bruce F. Wayne.
1: Yeah,
2: thank you, thank you. Not to be confused with.
3: He he for 426 consecutive days, which nope. is a new record, no. has visited the Tifton, Ohio Chipotle and documented each visit on Instagram and eaten at least one meal there every day. Um, this uh, the 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 corporation Chipotle was so thrilled about the record being broken <laughs> that they made him a custom made superhero cape and burrito cufflinks uh, <gasps> to celebrate and threw a giant party for him um he was very excited about this and he took to instagram and he wrote (laughs) this is what michael scott would have written had he broken this record had michael scott visited chipotle 426 days which honestly i think is within the realm of something his character would have done Uh um here here's literally what he wrote (laughs) because it takes all the irony away from the whole thing my heart is so full from today's events <laughs> at Chipotle Mexican Grill. <laughs> Thank you for <laughs> hashtag food with integrity. Everyone at the Tifton store a class act. Oh. They made this day <laughs> something <laughs> to cherish for a long time. To cherish. Hashtag Chipotle
1: life. Now, now. <laughs> Which <laughs> <laughs> hashtag Chipotle life. Chipotle oh. <laughs> hashtag- hey, life. Listen, I had Chipotle last night. I, I did at Chipotle. Two, two, three times a week. I get it. You do? Oh, you yeah. eat for two or three times a week? For 126
3: consecutive yeah. days. Yeah, that hashtag Chipotle life. Well, <laughs> no, but
1: it's you yeah. can eat. I can get a nice. I get salad. I get the grilled chicken. And I and get. I get the fajita beans. I no, get, nice... I don't put like sour cream and cheese all over no, that's it. That's right. That's you no, got. It's a nice healthy thing, right? Yeah. But the sodium is so insane. That's why it tastes so good. No. I can't imagine you eating there every day. This guy's levels, his blood levels, are anywhere near normal. You speak, still
4: coming from times. a
2: professional who knows blood level problems, <laughs> this guy. That's what I'm saying. As a
1: guy whose blood is as thick as
3: molasses, right. That's right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Golly. So, His so I, you know,
3: dreams are possible. My my main thing is like I want to encourage people at the new year while they're thinking about new year stuff is to reverse this thing. Just have a terrible, terrible January.
2: Listen, I'm not going to be able to do that because y'all don't even know this. My new year started out incredibly because. I was with a magician, Cameron, uh-huh. at our New Year's party.
0: <laughs> Where there were was you? a magician. Ooh. Did, Just begin at the beginning. Yeah. Don't miss a detail. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're gonna need to I tell will. us how the tricks worked. I will do, do that.
2: We did dinner at a friend's house. There was about twelve of us. One of my friends is a magician. His name is Harris the Third. Y'all probably know him. And he came in
1: your friend is the magician and his name is Harris the Third? Yes. So you're friends with a magician in real life. Yes. Is that like hanging out with last Beyonce? Time, I, I like sometimes a, hold
2: back on the information. Like a
1: professional. Like a professional, well, like, not, he, not
0: like a hobbyist.
2: No, 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 no. Professional traveling magician.
0: That is the same.: wow. I know
1: this name, Harris III?
0: Yep. I don't. What? Give me a second. So you know, He's really? <laughs> a, cool he, a
1: very cool name. He's a very cool name. Okay, so this is <laughs> my question. Cool. Like hanging out with Beyonce in real life. Like is she Beyonce or is she? does she turn it off? Yes. Hanging great. out with Harris the Third in real life. Is he always Harris the Third or does he turn it off? Is he just a cool hang or is he always kind of like the magician friend?
2: Both. He's a cool hang. But you here's the thing, you guys. So I've been friends with him for like half a five years, maybe him and his wife. And so you start watching him in groups and when I saw him put his coat on, but he wasn't leaving, I was
3: like, oh, we're going to get some oh, magic. No. Because people oh, like kept yeah, saying,
2: no. "Will you do magic in the new year, you can do magic. And he was like, no, 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 no. And then he put his coat on and I was can like, I, Can I, I ask you ready, a question people. real
3: quick, Annie? Yes. When he puts his coat on, does he transform to Harris, the cool guy hanging out at the party, to Harris the Third, the magician? <laughs> yeah, that's a good question.
2: Yes, is the truth. He become, yeah, I knew he was becoming the magician. I don't know that anyone else knew because nobody else has seen him do magic yet.
3: Oh, wow. So we and know so that. Uh, but track. Cameron, I
2: asked him if he knew how to bend a quarter into a taco. And he said, yes.
3: <gasps> what? I don't and I said, will you he, tell he, me how to do it? He
2: said, no. <laughs> I said, all right, well, I'm not going to tell either. But he did. So he sat down and sits when he sits down at the table. He sits down. It's a long like farm farmhouse table. And he sits between the two windows. So they're on either side of him. Do you, are, am I making sense? Like the windows are at his back and he's. Mm-hmm. In the, in between them. And I was like, he's sitting right where he can do magic. So no one can see. They can't see his reflection. He knows exactly what he's doing. Listen. And then I just sat there quietly and waited. And sure enough, out comes uh, a deck of cards. Uh, and sure enough, we spent 40 minutes with him <gasps> doing card tricks that were the most incredible. I was screaming. I was laughing so hard. I mean, it was, it, there is nothing better than up close card tricks. I mean, as you right. experienced, there's nothing better. It was amazing.
0: I would like to read you a testimonial from Harris the Third's website. Okay, okay. from in, arguably the world's foremost expert on magic. What an awesome time my family and I had watching Harris the Third last night. We were not only amazed by his illusions, but were extremely impressed. Mac Powell, lead singer of Third Day. Oh wow, wow, wow! So that's <laughs> what <you know>. uh, <laughs> uh,
1: this is the most Nashville magician I've ever heard of. Oh my! I, I gosh. There's also quotes from Max Licato. Bob, no way! Bob, so he's a traveling <laughs> Christian magician. Bob Goff. Is there a is there an altar call at the John end? John <laughs>
3: Akin, Carlos Whitaker. It's everybody. Everybody oh, you'd want. No. Everyone who's yeah. anyone has written a testimonial. Cameron, we got to get this guy in. We got to <laughs> get this guy in for the next video. Okay, event. but
2: listen, I sent Jesse the video of the it end of impressive. one of the tricks. Jesse, how much did you, I mean, was it not the best? Because the guy screams like he's being attacked when he rides that Harris has his card in his hand.
3: Yeah, I mean, there. I, I watch it repeatedly, frame by frame. <laughs> and, uh, you already de- I figured out how he did it. Yeah, um, it's, he's got it. I don't want to tell you, Annie, because I did figure out how he did it. And I especially okay. don't want Mac Powell to find out because <laughs> it involves... <laughs> it, it obviously, obviously... For the obvious reasons, demons. I get it. It's, it's very demonic, but very cool. Oh. Right, very, right. There was some know, dark arts. So magicians. that's my problem is I started my year with the dark arts. No, but yeah. that's not a problem because you can only go up. Yeah, exactly. Right. That, that's, that's what, what Jesse wanted. Start yeah. January at a low point and, yeah. and inevitably, okay. your year will have ended up pretty good compared right. to how okay. terrible January was. It so was
1: amazing. I believe it was happening. Wasn't well, January, yeah. like seasonal affective disorder and all the depression oh, yeah, the, the middle of winter? Oh, it's just just what what I'm saying, saying is lean into year. that with pancakes
3: yeah. and, uh, you know,
1: sorcery.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pancakes
0: <laughs> and
2: sorcery. January. Let's, let's, h-
1: h-
0: let's h- end to third day on repeat and just doing the year right.
1: 2018. <laughs> so you're saying listen to third day on repeat is the low point? Oh, no, I wasn't saying that. Oh, loved, that's what you were pain. saying. Loved, that, was a, that was an accidental third day burn. Sorry, third day. <laughs> Sorry, Mac Powell.
0: All right. What do you have, Eddie? Well, you know, we're starting the new year and I think how do I make sure that Annie knows what she's gotten into? Because right. we didn't have the talk, which was here's everything you need to know about the show. Well a, of a sudden, when a boy podcaster loves a girl podcaster. <laughs> right. right. Well I'm just at the I'm at the country bear jamboree and yeah. I find out yeah. she's she's on the cast.
1: Yeah. Right. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. So um I, I'm going to have to bring. I tried to call you no, and, I, and talk no, I to you, you into do, it, but i like was not, not talk you into it, but like talk you through it. Like as though, you know, daddy has a, a new girlfriend right. sort right. of a thing. He like, I'm trying to transition <laughs> you through <laughs> the new, the new season. We're mm-hmm. going to enter Eddie. Right. You said, I can't talk. I'm at Disney. Right. And I said, well, I have some news. Call me later. You said, you tell me right now. No, and yeah, actually uh,
2: Cameron, you called it an era, which really meant a lot to me. It yeah. brought tears to yeah. Yeah. my eyes. You called it an
0: era that, that show that you were on was one of my favorite shows that we've ever yeah, had. So the, the, the
2: internet was so sweet. Thing. Does that happen every week? People are so yeah, funny. Yes. I loved well, it.
1: No, when, when we don't have a good show, the, the opposite happens. Yeah, oh. They're oh.
0: very vocal very about hostile. what they
1: feel, what they like and don't like. They let us know. Okay. okay. Well, I like all of them. Thing. It was
2: very fun. <laughs> I didn't oh, do yeah. any work those last few days of the year. Cause I just played on Twitter the whole time.
0: People yeah. are pretty cool. Unless you bring a slice, uh, where basically you do end time prophecy, uh, <laughs> Which is what I'll be bringing now ah. In another edition of Revelation Revelation Go for it Chandler I
7: hope will all
1: be you All been ready.
0: ready Yes and long live Chad Michael Snavely For making that little jingle for us uh, So as you know It's um, not a jingle <laughs> it, you talk. I, uh, I started it at the 10 year show where I okay, basically talk about how the world's going to end. And I know that a lot of people have been walking through your devotional, hundred uh, days to brave. I know you talk about that a lot in your book, how the well, end sure. of the world is going to happen. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> but that's right. It's day 98,
2: 99 and 100. That's what people don't
3: know is coming. Right, One right. step closer. This is, is why yeah.
0: none of us write a book because the other ones of us will just destroy it. Okay. So, January 31st of this year, we were we are going to see something that has not existed for 150 years. Wow. For the first time since 1866, a total lunar eclipse will occur with the blue moon, which is the second full moon of the month. Okay, so on New Year's Day, did everybody look at the moon? Yeah, huge, huge, crazy super moon, and it was nuts, right? Yeah, And it was sort of like, what's going on in 2018? Did everybody else think that?
2: Like, I was watching a Magic Tricks, so I got nothing. <laughs> you know I was
3: consulting my he, blood moon prophecies.
1: You know yeah. what? This is true. So <laughs> Cohen, Cohen and I spent New Year's Eve yes. by the lake mm-hmm. shooting fireworks. Yes. And I noticed so dear. how... Right, it was, and looked up and couldn't believe how big the moon was. Right. I didn't know that this was wow. a thing. It's I like, thought maybe I just don't pay attention to the moon no, very often. It's the like the Jimmy Fallon moon. Like, it how, was when a it's, Jimmy Fallon moon. When yeah. is it ever that big? Well,
0: it's that big, and now it's going to be that big again on January 31st, but there's going to be a lunar eclipse. What? Wow. Exactly. You see what I'm saying?
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like Jesse, yeah, you understand I have, where I'm at. Yeah, heading.
3: I, have, I have blood moon charts, and um. I've consulted them, and I have, you know, I went ahead and tattooed the back of my hand and the forehead that night, uh, preemptively blocking the mark of the beast. So it was a pretty smart move on my part. Um,
0: <laughs>
2: The old pre-mark. So, You're brilliant, Jesse. Exactly. So basically,
0: this is putting uh, a shadow of the Earth on the moon, which will not fully block out the moon, but it will change the color of it. So because of the way the Earth's atmosphere will bend the light. So yeah. the reason the moon is so huge is because it is uh, it is at its closest point to Earth, right? And so it appears like 14% bigger and 30% brighter. That's why the waves are so good right now. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Yeah. So uh, it is referred to as a blood moon, which is a rare celestial event. And this is a super blue blood moon eclipse.
2: We need shirts.
0: Yes. (laughs) The next blue moon eclipse won't occur until 2028. I will be 48 years old. No, will I? That's yeah, only 10 years, years
2: from now. You can't lead with 170,000 <laughs> yeah. years ago you, you know what let's 10 just, years from now. Let's
0: change this to fake news. I'd like to, for us to get the award. The next blue moon <laughs> eclipse won't occur until 3042.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so the last time better. in wow. our lifetime,
0: the eclipse will last for three and a half hours, and the total eclipse will stretch for 77 minutes.
1: But how long will the total eclipse of my heart take? Mm. There's nothing you can a, do. Uh, hey, a total eclipse of the
0: heart.
3: Cameron? A lifetime.
0: <laughs> <That's all. laughs> Anyhow, I just want to say, enjoy 2018 while it lasts because yeah, January 31st. Watch,
3: yeah, the second coming is right around the corner. Yeah. I mean, you might as well. Here's my advice from to someone us. who's studied the codes, the yeah. blood moons, um, done a lot of number crunching. Uh, you know, I have a tenuous grasp on the Hebrew language, but I think I've decoded something <laughs> pretty, <at> best. Uh, <laughs> pretty spectacular. <laughs> Let me just say this. Go ahead and gorge yourself on pancakes because after the, after this blue moon thing, it's not gonna matter. You you're gonna win. That's wish why they extended it to February
2: eleventh, because they were like, We know this thing ends on January thirty first. We'll just tell yeah. them they yeah. have another eleven yeah. days.
3: Exactly. Wink wink. Just trust me. Just have some fun because uh, come come blue blood moon.
4: You,
3: know. <laughs> you just you just I, freaked
1: me out. I don't like I, I don't know. like this. I, know, yeah, I didn't you like did. It you
2: really pulled Cameron away.
1: Yeah, I don't like I, it. Either. I, I had to distract myself on Twitter yeah. because I didn't like what you were saying. That's right. That's <laughs> right. and it's very Enneagram seven,
2: seven of you, Cam. Yeah.
1: I stumbled across a hide, tweet by Wendy's. By Wendy's, uh, if you do you follow Wendy's, yeah, they're the best. They're Why hilarious. do you follow
2: Wendy's? Because
1: they're hilarious. So Wendy's the best tweeted. Day. Wendy's tweeted today. One year ago, we roasted someone so badly, they deleted their account. Join us here Thursday, January 4th, as we celebrate hashtag National Roast Day. <laughs> and, and, then, and then somebody said, replied to Wendy's and said, why don't you be nice and promote positivity? And Wendy said, we are positive that this will be a fun day with people who want to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> I love Wendy's. Oh, so that's the best thing about Wendy's is their Twitter feed. That's oh. pretty sad about their it's, food. Well, I was going to say, it's
3: definitely better
1: than their cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah. Right, right. All right, what do you have, Any F Downs? Okay,
2: here's what I got for you. You know, it's cold. It's January. And I saw this story and loved it so much for a lot of reasons. In Davenport, Iowa, this woman, her car is frozen solid on the side of the street. And here's why. As trucks were driving by, they were splashing water up onto her car and just every time it landed it froze into a sheet of ice so she does not even know how many layers deep her car is and she cannot it says martin said she was unable to move her vehicle and decided to wait and see if it would thaw obviously it hasn't the plow trucks were going by and splashing water and she says this is like so very me she says um She's weighing her options and wondering if she'll ever be able to drive her car again.
0: <laughs> yeah. You're like, yeah, probably when it thaws, it'll be fine. It's not yeah, like, yeah,
2: but she's yeah, like but, telling but the news the meantime- people, I don't even know if I'm ever going to be able to drive again yeah, because it's frozen, yeah. but it's an amazing picture. It's just, it's a brown car because it keeps slushing up this mud and then uh, freezing. I think that's going to destroy her the, car. Right. And then the plow trucks want to go by and she's in trouble because her car is the only one on the street that won't move. It is
1: so cold right now. How it's cold like, is it? I don't, I don't know. I thought it was it's, a it's so cold. White supremacists Hi-yo! are uh, burning boy. crosses in their own yard.
0: Oh, my oh, gosh. Gosh. <laughs> it's an edit point. Jesse, what were you going <laughs> to say?
1: Like I like I appreciate
3: people that are profoundly lazy, like yeah. people that uh, you know whose laziness, like like who who saw that her car was being slowly frozen under a sheet of ice and had s- likely had several opportunities to I don't know move it down move the street it. or move it out of the path of a snow plow that was plowing ice and she was just like i have one of two options yeah. to not have a ride anywhere for all of winter and possibly never again because <laughs> it's, it's going to break down my car right That's or right. i could go and move the car before several more sheets of ice form on top of it there's something about me that kind of admires her willing right. to not leave her house because she doesn't have a car because it's frozen under a block of ice because she chose not to move it even though she had several opportunities. you, you, you to, know.
1: Right. Also, there are towing companies that yeah. could come and just pick up her car and move it out no, of the street. It, no,
2: I Cameron, know, you I, can't what, because literally on three, on anymore. all sides, it's ice.
0: Yeah, but yeah. She really is just looking out the bay window. Where well, there's a
1: will, there's a way.
0: She, yeah, she's looking at the bay window in her slippies. <laughs> and it's like a cozy day. She's like, you know oh. what? I actually really hate my job. I don't, <laughs> I don't really. Like yeah, She's I'm like, you know, one here. more
3: day. I think that car may be frozen solid to the street, <laughs> and unmovable All of yeah, yeah.
0: This is my last
3: opportunity to move it or be housebound for this foreseeable future. And she looks, and the prices right is on. She's like.
1: Ah just to make sure really, yeah. Yeah. Uber Eats does deliver all you can eat pancakes for my house. Yeah, so right. she's good yeah. for the winter. Yeah, I mean, but don't y'all fine. love
2: that she said, I just don't know that I'm ever gonna be able to drive it again. <laughs> I'm like, I think you will, but I respect how strong you're standing on that it could be icy forever.
3: I, 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 I wish I? that she had like come in from like a trip out of town or something, and then saw that her car was frozen to the sh- to the street in a giant block of ice that was right. unmovable. <laughs>
1: Right. It's so cold. How cold is it, Cam? It's so cold. Steve Harvey's wearing a big white pimp jacket and fedora on top of his big white pimp jacket and fedora. <laughs> Did you guys see that? It was fantastic. fantastic. He really
0: won New Year's Eve. Well, I guess that magician, Mac Powell, won New Year's Eve. but the other one,
3: <laughs> oh, Steve Harvey's truly living his best life. Like, here's yeah. the thing. He's not afraid to, to to wear what appeared to be a, a jacket either made from an entire polar bear or like or <laughs> at l- like 35 white baby seals. Right. <laughs> or he's not afraid like last year he had his moment where he basically wrote an email to his whole staff yeah. that said Don't make eye contact with me and only address me if I directly address you and didn't care. Like, issued a non-apology because he's Steve Harvey and no longer has to. Good on you, Steve Harvey. He probably killed that polar bear with his bare hand (laughs) and and, and got the jacket or clubbed the seals himself because he doesn't care. He's Steve Harvey.
0: I flipped over to it for a second and all I heard him doing was like just doing a super casual man on the street interview and he just could not have cared less about the whole thing. And it was just like, how do you go to the bathroom? Like if you're here all day talking to people that were in Times Square, I was like, all right, I think I'm done.
1: This is you know, <laughs> all I could do is because we were out at the lake. All I yeah. could do is um, uh, stream, you know, a channel yeah. on my iPod and yeah. an app, and so all we could do is CNN. Oh yes, so it's the- Anderson Cooper and, and uh, Andy Cohen. Andy Cohen, yeah. yeah, yeah. that guy's pretty funny. Usually. and they, they, uh, they were they were drinking on air. They were having taken tequila shots, they and were? Anderson <laughs> Cooper and Andy Cohen. Literally got inebriated and it just got sloppy right after midnight. Oh, I mean, yeah. literally <laughs> like twelve oh one. CNN was off the That's rails. Hey, yeah. hey, 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 have giggling. you guys seen
3: the compilation of of Don Lemon of his um, tipsy New Year's moments over the years? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You should look it up on YouTube. At one moment, he slurringly looks at his co-host, who happens to be Brooke Baldwin. He goes, don't put me in a box, Brooke Baldwin. <laughs> and he's like dead serious. He has those like kind of drunken eyes that are like staring at you like, you're saying something preposterous, but you're looking at me with pure hatred right now. Like, I think what? everyone's been with someone who's been like
1: that. Don't put me in a box, Brooke Baldwin. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: all right and then note that we'll wrap it up that's, uh, that's it for Slices stay tuned up next uh, Matt Carney joins us
4: I, I think I you a house. I think
1: You're listening to Kid the Band. It's KYD if you're Googling. The song is American Dreamer. That is the theme song. <laughs> well, this week's feature interview is brought to you by Casper. You spend a 30-year life sleeping, so you should be comfortable. Uh, Casper mattresses provide all the support uh, the human body needs in all the right places. I can attest to this. I have a Casper mattress. It's fantastic.
0: Yeah. Uh, you know who else had a Casper mattress?
1: Who? Lady in Idaho.
0: She wasn't yeah. get yeah,
2: getting
0: up. Let the car
2: freeze. <laughs> I, <laughs> I cannot get
0: out of this bed.
1: What I like about Casper is uh, their breathable design helps you sleep cool and it regulates your body temperature throughout the night. It's not one of those memory foam things that gets super hot. That is know? a real problem. It's, it really is. Uh, and all Casper mattresses are designed, developed, and assembled in the U.S. They have three different models, the original, the Wave, and the Essential, but they're not just a mattress company. They have a wide array of products like sheets and pillows and other things for uh, an overall better sleep experience. You can start sleeping ahead of the curve with Casper. Right now, they are offering relevant podcast listeners a special deal. You can get $50 off uh, any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com RM. Terms and conditions apply. Matt Carney is a singer-songwriter who combines influences like folk, Americana, and hip-hop into his unique brand of pop music. And the calliope.
0: that's a a circus. in a a moonshine jug. Uh,
1: Along with launching a new headlining tour this winter, Carney just dropped a brand new single, Better Than I Used To Be, which is Eddie's theme song. We recently spoke with Matt about this song. Yeah, that was nice. (laughs) I didn't know if it was a burn. I had to figure it out. Oh, it's a new new year, new you. You're wearing collars now. You're better than you used to be. I'm really into collars. We recently spoke with Matt about the songs that changed his life as an artist and as a person. Here is Matt Carney. I feel your
8: thunder pouring like rain Down on the mountains of all my mistakes Rolling like rivers, running with grace Into the ocean of your embrace Your hand on my side, leading away. 10,000 horses couldn't pull me away I hear the music heaven has made Oh, and we're standing, standing Face to face Ticket by Tribe Called Quest. It was kind of the first song that was mine in middle school where it spoke to me and I was exploring music for my own. It wasn't my brother's or anyone else's. It was just like wow this is the coolest thing on earth and Tribe Called Quest in general like defined my middle school high school years. Like there was no one that I listened to more and nothing I thought was cooler than them. And so they're kind of the... Original Crush
4: and Can I kick it? can. Can I kick it? Yes, we can. Can I kick it? Yes, we can. Can I kick it? Yes, we can. Can I kick it? can. I kick it? Yes, we can. Can I kick it? Can I kick it? I would
8: say I the next one is uh, "Diamonds on the Soles of Her Shoes" by Paul Simon. This is the first song where I was I was super young, remembering music was like something powerful, and my dad played me this for the Graceland record in his old Volvo on a cassette tape, and it was the first kind of shared record you know I was like wow music is really dope like I really like music <laughs> I was just a kid and I remember listening to my record and I African voices and like, I was just like man music is awesome and, and I, that I would put Paul Simon as the first person that I experienced that with
4: She was physically forgotten but then she slipped into my pocket with my car keys She said you've taken me for granted because I please you Wearing
8: it is now The Sufjan Steven song Maybe the John Wayne Gacy Jr. song Out of Illinois That song It was when I first started touring And I remember driving to Driving through the Midwest in a van And we put that record on And I was like This is everything I would love to do In a song Right? Beautiful composition Amazing production touching on, like, one of the hugest themes in the world and doing it through a very dark and beautiful story. it just, was. it's just, it's really inspiring. It's what art
4: should be.
1: For his humor
4: and his conversation
1: Look underneath the house there The few living things riding fast in their sleep.
5: Oh, the dead. Twenty-seven people, even more. They were boys with their cars,
8: summer jobs. Oh my God. For number four, I would. Okay, so number four, I would put Bob Marley's "Waiting in Vain." Only because I love that song so much. And I have listened to that song probably more than any songs on earth. And I think it's like the greatest picture of like what else music could be, which is just dope and just like so fun to listen to and unifying and purely visceral and dopamine going through your brain because music is powerful and beautiful. And I think my mom is pretty much the sum of that, like put them on and if you don't feel good then there's something wrong with you and that's the song that song feels so good The main sound so good
4: I don't want to for me.
8: Uh, last song, I would put, if I'm being the most real, nothing left to lose. single. I wrote it on my front, on my back porch, and there's literally been no song that's changed its trajectory in my life as that one. It was like a whim. I wrote it in 10 minutes, and I went to the studio, and we had already had the sessions booked, and I played a little bit of it. The producer's like, what's that? I'm like, oh, it's a song I wrote last night. He's like, we should record that. I was like... I don't know It's not done He's like We'll finish it I'm like Okay So let's hear in the second verse And we recorded it And it became like my, The first single And like It ex- kind of exploded In Which It was the first time I sh- showed up to like A grocery store And I would play this chorus And People were like Singing along And I'd never met them So I don't know That song definitely I, I If I'm being real them changed my life More than anything I, I went from working At Starbucks to kind of a trajectory that's led now. I've been doing this 10 years and played a lot of shows, and that one, I, I still get that song, and I'm like, wow, that was crazy that that happened. will see you,
4: Like we were free Push the pedal down, watch the world around
8: To and here we go. There's nothing left to...
1: that was Matt Carney stay tuned up next Urban McManus joins us to mothers. The song is, It Hurts Until It Doesn't, which is what my mother told me what she's (laughs) thinking. Erwin McManus is the pastor of Southern California's Popular Mosaic Church, as well as a speaker, designer, artist, filmmaker, and author of nine books. What have you done with your life, Eddie? I've been with a pastor. (laughs) That's right. Including his latest, (laughs) The Last Arrow. We recently talked with Erwin about how a cancer diagnosis changed his perspective on life, and how we can all benefit from living without the fear of failure. Here's part of our conversation with Erwin McManus. First off,
3: I love the book, man. I love the title and I love the... the, message of it. I feel like it's so important right now, but for people who haven't haven't seen it yet and haven't got a chance to read it yet, tell them a little bit about why you wanted to, to write The Last Arrow.
6: Uh, well, you know, a lot of it was having lived um, for a while now. I'm almost 60 years old and I've seen a lot of people um, kind of come and go. I've seen people with incredible talent and potential and promise uh, sort of crash and burn, and some of them just disappeared quietly into the night, and and other people just really step up, and people thought they didn't have a lot of talents and didn't seem like they had a lot of promise, but they've just um, had so much resilience that they've overcome so many hardships, and I just started really thinking about what are the characteristics of people who who never settle, people who somehow have the internal resilience to overcome a lot of failure, a lot of disappointment, a lot of difficulties, And, and what are the characteristics of those people that sometimes failing for them ends up uh, becoming quitting. and, and I, I, I wanted to be able to write a book that you could read as if you' were at the end of your life, before you're at the end of your life so you could live your life without regret.
3: Well, one of the it's, it's really interesting I, you know I, know I read some of the different things that you've written and also even just some of the promo stuff for the book. You were talking about how after the first manuscript came in, you actually were diagnosed with cancer yourself. Um, how did that right. experience change your life and perspective especially as it pertains to some of the messages that you'd been researching for this book
6: you know what What I think is really important for me about the book was I wrote The Last Arrow as if I I, I were dying and I'd finished the manuscript and then they told me I had cancer and they told me it had expanded further than you know uh, they'd hoped and that it was more advanced than we would want and um, I didn't know if it was going to be my last Christmas. It was exactly a year ago uh, this week. Wow. And, um, and so I had to kind of face the reality this could be my last Christmas, the last time with my uh, wife and, and kids and uh, and that I needed to finish this book that the title The Last Arrow may have been a pretty powerful foreshadowing that it was my last book. And when I went back and started editing the book, what really struck me was I didn't feel a need to change anything in the book. That... Having this overwhelming realization that I uh, could be dead didn't change the perspective of the book. In fact, if anything, it, it may be more um, resolute. I had a greater resolve that this message was really important. I added a um, a chapter at the beginning and a chapter at the end called Battle Ready and uh, and the Battle, uh, to, uh, because my family insisted that I put into the book that I had cancer. They said, this is the story God's given you in the middle of this book, you need to put it in there. But I, I have to be really frank, Jeff, I think the reason the book means so much to me is that everything I wrote before I knew I had cancer, I felt more deeply and profoundly after I found out I had cancer.
3: What was, what was one of the big things that you learned looking at people, you know, I, there's, there's lots of different kinds of people in the world, but a, as it pertains to um, kind of attitudes and perspectives, there are people who are comfortable getting comfortable and getting into a rhythm and kind of playing safe. And then there are those type of people that are comfortable taking risk and never really, really settling. What are some things that you observed about the latter group of people, the people that are never satisfied, that are always stay hungry? That kind of sets them apart from the other type of people.
6: Yeah, I think what stands out the most to me is is unexpected. Um, I think would be unexpected to the people who observe from the outside is that they do not live their life for themselves. Hmm. They live their lives for others. Because if you're living your life for yourself, you can create a pretty comfortable experience and you don't really have to risk a great deal. To live a level of comfort and security really is a kind of a, a minimal requirement on your life. When you begin to live your life for others, when you begin to live your life asking the question what's the most good i can do in the world you know and wherever your focus is how do i alleviate the most human suffering how do i help the most people live the life they're created to live how do i uh, how do i invest in the most leaders that that um need someone to to pour into them and to believe in their future the moment you start to live your life for others it moves you into the risk mode and moves you out of the safety and security mode
3: it, 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 along with that perspective shift of, of living for others, I feel like there's a, some of the barriers that I've kind of seen for people that, that can't kind of shift their attitude. The, the two main that I've experienced are, are fear and regret. So it, it, tackling each one of those, like if someone is living, they, they want to live a different way, but they're kind of living in past regret and it's causing them not to do things that um, will cause them to address it and they don't want to fail again. How can someone move on past these, you know, kind of past transgressions and regret and, and turn the page and start a new chapter living a different kind of life?
6: Yeah, I, I write a lot about fear and regret in the book and, and because it's paralyzing, right? And, yeah. you know, and that, that you have to have a, a particular posture with your past, it, you know, you have to realize that, um, that your past will be your future unless you have the courage to create a different one but your past doesn't have to be your future and that people who accomplish a lot in life people who live their lives without regret people who never settle it's not because they didn't fail it's not because they don't have um, a, you know a, a huge backstory of disappointment they just don't let it define them and, and i think that's the huge thing is that you can't fix what happened before in your life but it, but it doesn't have to fix you into a pattern for life I mean, I have failed so much in my life. I, I've messed up so many times. I, 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 I know I've been disappointed and I've probably disappointed so many people, but the whole point of it is that if you don't risk, you, you don't really have a lot of failures in your, in your resume. Hmm. If you're gonna risk a lot, you're gonna fail a lot. And, and that's why it really can't be about your ego, because if it's about your ego, you're gonna protect your story by not taking huge risks. And, but if it's not about your ego, then who cares if you fail? Who cares if other people think you blew it or you messed up? You understand that what you're living for is more important than your reputation. What you're living for is more important than your failure or success. And, and I always tell people, look, what you fear establishes the boundaries of your freedom. And so if you're afraid of heights, you stay low. If you're afraid of people, you stay alone. If you're afraid of the outdoors, you stay inside. And that's one of the reasons you need to lean into your fears. Because your fears really become the, the material in which your, your life is limited. And most of the things we're afraid of, they never come to pass. You know, we, we tend to be more afraid of shadows and possibilities, and uh, fear is a pessimistic act of faith about the future. You know, you know, fear and worry says, the worst possible scenario is gonna happen. And, and so why like, allow faith to operate in your life from the dark side, in a sense? You know, and so I, I just tell people, look, you don't know how it's going to play out. You don't know what the future holds. You don't know if you're going to succeed or fail. So what becomes important is giving yourself to something that matters whether you succeed or fail. And, and, you know, and worry really is trying to control things that are outside of our control, which actually sucks the energy out of your soul to focus on the things that are within your control. So stop worrying about the things that are out of your control and start focusing on the things you actually do have control over.
1: That was Erwin McManus. Make sure to check out his new book, The Last Arrow. It's out now.
7: Do you believe in miracles? The Bible is full of them, and they speak of a living God. He's the God that makes the impossible possible. Through the daily devotional email series a miracle every day you may discover that God loves you personally and he desires to act in your life he is still the god of miracles go to miracles.jesus.net forward slash relevant to discover more and to sign up today I wanna
1: listening to Fife and Kimbra. The song is Belong. Okay, it's time for your feedback. But on the last full cast show we did, which was two weeks ago before the new year, uh, we did not have a question of the week. No. Because we knew that we were going to do a best of edition and we wouldn't get to your feedback. So we don't have uh, any of your feedback uh, right now. Other than... We were glad you loved Annie. Oh, yeah. Your feedback was yeah. a little annoying. Oh, they were so, oh, my
2: gosh. Not to me. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: felt good.
2: It
3: they was so like, sweet. I loved it. This is such a massive all-caps improvement. Not even yeah. like the same show. I
1: actually like it now. There was something <laughs> like that. <laughs> that. It was good to hear that it went well. But uh, Annie, yeah, what, what stamp are you going to put on the show? Have you been thinking about this? You've got a lot of hype to live up to. A lot of people have very high expectations. Um, what are you gonna? What? How are you gonna change the relevant podcast? Have you thought about this? Definitive answer, please.
2: Cameron, Lord have mercy! I mean, for starters, <laughs> I'm here. I'm the female bear who came out of the ceiling, as you labeled me
1: earlier. So <laughs> <laughs> got she's me. on a swing. <laughs> she steals the show. That's yeah, all I'm saying. Yeah, no, <laughs> right. You're sitting there. You're used to these big old fat bears just blown in their jugs There's and stuff. Blood on the and then all of a sudden, the <laughs> show, really the room just bear. lifts. Yeah. The, the the ceiling opens up, and a big bear comes down on a swing and just steals the show. That's Annie F. Downs on the road. I,
3: I will say this. I think she is one of the great developments of the past year. <laughs> I... <laughs> she is by okay. any standard, a visionary storyteller.
2: Thank you. Thank you. I do have my first uh, idea. I'd like to propose to the crowd. Oh, okay. okay. I think we need to do a time capsule.
0: <laughs> oh, exactly. Tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like Why? bury a pipe in the ground or something? <laughs> like newspapers? What are you talking about? I they think, do like a PVC pipe that's sealed? Yeah. PVC
1: pipe. That's very small. That's very small. About? We're gonna a need big a bigger time pipe. capsule
2: than that. If, if, like, if we're starting a new era and I believe that we are. Yeah. I believe we need to market with a time capsule.
1: Mark not not oh, ET oh, mark, mark it mark like two words. It. yeah Okay. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. We thought like okay marketing. Because I'm like, no, 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 are, no. I don't talk about, stuff about on stuff. The ground, no, is saying, And, the and, and Annie, I have a bunch of <clears throat> old moonshine jugs that uh, comprise yes. of my instruments, but I can donate one
1: for this. Yeah, I no. have. A, I have a, uh, a bent quarter that looks like a taco. That's Ooh. what I'm saying.
2: We have things, you guys. I, I, think. I have a
1: DC talk gold record. <laughs> <laughs> Double platinum.
3: Hey, Double where platinum. should we bury said uh, uh, time capsule? It should be a secret location underneath the Statue of Liberty.
2: Hmm. Yeah, Underneath all, the statue. The of the Constitution. I was leaving toward Orlando, but I can hear New <laughs> <Southern
6: America>. York <Yeah>. City.
2: <laughs> to me, time capsules are one of the most hilarious things that people do not do enough.
3: I, I, I'm all for it. And I, I like Cameron, I like the idea of Chandler's girlfriend being like, Hey Chandler, where's the fire stick you just got me for Christmas? He's like I uh, need something for a time capsule, so. <laughs> <laughs> Are
1: we can open the capsule at the <laughs> next
2: That's what. I, that's the question is how long is the right time to leave a capsule I capsule? Think,
1: I think we, we do Blood that. Moon. I think we, we put a lot of money in it and then we bury it and then have the listeners go like have to find it based uh. on some clues. Kind of like National Treasure. Oh. Like, like have there a nationwide search for the Roman Podcast time capsule. Like there is a clue already given on the show.
2: Oh. Yeah. Can't tell you what it
1: is. Maybe every episode reveals something slightly more, kind of like uh, a Christmas story. You know, like yeah. you know, Annie, little Annie orphan Annie yeah. would give a clue with the decoder ring. Drink more yes. Ovaltine. Yeah, <laughs> See, maybe it, that's our time capsule is a can of Ovaltine.
2: <laughs> Why are you telling I, everyone all the end of the story now, Cameron?
1: I got to tell you, I uh, in elementary school they did a big time capsule
0: thing yeah. and buried it. Yeah. I know I still have it. I know exactly where it is and they were supposed to dig it up. and It was like a couple of years ago. They could never find it. <gasps> so somebody at some po- and they were digging in the right place. So somebody at some point dug it up, dug, dug it, up. it up or it just, I mean, I guess it could have sunk into the water table here in Florida, That's <laughs> Unlikely, right?
1: <laughs> it's true, <but> everything's <laughs> super
0: weird. It's all just like Sandy down there, <laughs> but they were like, no. So my little drawing from Miss Anderson's first grade class, just, you know, someone was like, why
1: would why, why would anybody why steal? Would he, why would anybody want that? Why, why would, we, you, why would to, y'all bury that? Is what I'm saying. Th- like, this is the, this is the question. Wait, about wait. Why would you
2: bury it? Because that's so cute. You have She'd a bunch of little of drawings little... from first graders, and you bury it until they're whatever you are, Eddie, 48, I don't know, until they're older, <laughs> and then you bring it up, and <laughs> everyone sees it.
0: I am 37 years old. <laughs> I will be 38 mm-hmm. on February 12th, Abraham Lincoln's birthday.
1: I know, that the day after the IHOP promotion is over. Oh, I know. Yeah. That's how we'll celebrate. We'll start detoxing. That's another clue. Yeah. Oh, that's oh. another clue. Another clue. <laughs> just giving away clues I mean, we can
0: around. make jokes
2: all day long, but guys, I really want us to do this.
0: All right we'll send you like some it. stuff and you can bury it I guess in like no, a, no, in a no. it's, I mean box. I think at
2: some point when we're all in the same room sooner rather than later we just put all of our things into a time capsule and we'll bury it, or someone will put okay. it somewhere and we'll bury it and
1: all we'll right. give it to Chandler sounds good just put it in the storage room <laughs> alright it's time for this week's
0: editorial question of the week hey.
1: I I'm, I normally offline uh, yeah. while that's happening we talk amongst ourselves what the question of the week should we be I'm not even doing it I'm not even opening up new year new me yeah. I know this week's question of the week oh yeah, okay I want the listeners to tell us what segment or element they would like Annie F. Downs to add yeah. to the relevant podcast. That's oh a really, what great. would you like to see Annie do?
2: And do what I have we, to do it? Is this a, uh, no, you don't
0: have whatever to. they say I have to do? No, they're not your well, real we'll dad. We'll see how good the
1: ideas are. They're not your real dad. Yeah. They, they
0: can't make you do anything. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you can take these suggestions. <laughs> but what do the rest of us add? I, well, I guess revelation, revelation. That was good. Blasphemy. Things yeah, that are you cool. add blasphemy to yeah. the show. Show yeah. tunes. Yeah,
1: yeah, a lot of show uh, tunes and stuff. You drink No, like, is there a segment? Is there is a recurring bit? Is there uh, an element you would like Annie to add to to the show? uh, More than just being an engaging personality and and fun friend to hang out with. Yes, there you go. Hit us up on Twitter at Relevant Podcast, or you can uh, tell us your longer, more involved. Ideas on the podcast episode page at magazine.com Don't make it too long. Nobody wants to read that. It's <laughs> <so boring>. One <laughs> paragraph or less. <laughs> Wrap it up. Think Hemingway. Just write beautifully. <laughs> Didn't Hemingway say write sober or, or write drunk, edit, edit sober? sober. Yeah, he try. did. Yeah. That's right. It's brilliant. Do that with your feedback.
3: He followed half of that advice. so <laughs> Yeah,
1: that's right. That's right. <laughs> well, um, welcome to 2018, everybody. Annie, good having oh. you on the
2: show. You guys, I'm just thrilled. Thank you so much. This is going to be the best. This is really, really exciting.
1: Hey, many thanks to this show's sponsors for making the episode possible. Remember, you can start your free trial today at squarespace.com and enter offer code RELEVANT when you sign up to get 10% off your first purchase. Also, thanks to Casper. You can get $50 toward any mattress purchase by visiting casper.com slash RM and using RM at checkout. You know what? Uh, New year, new time is a great time to get a new mattress. Yeah, no, for real. Like I, I, uh, I slept on an air mattress this weekend. Cohen and I were staying out at the lake. You got to make memories. And but I'm come going. On. I, I, I miss a real mattress. Yeah, you know we're what I mean. Yeah.
2: Where's my Casper? That's, That's what you right.
1: said. Hey, thanks also to Matt Carney for joining us. Remember, his new single is called "Better Than I Used to Be." It's out now, which means an album is on its way. You can follow him on Twitter at Matt Carney, not Matt the Carney. Matt That's the a Carney. Very, yeah. Matt the Carney. Very dark Twitter feed. I, yeah. I will
3: say it. It, it is. Um, very offensive, shocking content at Matt the Carney. Oh, <laughs> uh, and he
1: was super cool to hook us up with a bunch
3: of like funnel cakes and stuff. <laughs> yeah. But yeah.
2: he t- he types so slow when he's tweeting because he's only got seven fingers. Yeah, so. it's
0: really lots difficult. of typos. He can't ever hit the space <laughs> bar. Lots of typos. <laughs> yeah.
1: Also, thanks to Erwin McManus for joining us. You can follow him on Twitter at Erwin McManus. And his book, The Last Arrow is out now. Hey, uh, head over to uh, rollermagazine.com. Uh, I was signing off. Uh, guess what happened over the holiday? We launched a new website yeah new there's website. a whole really whole new relevant magazine.com, huh. uh online right now. Uh, the guys worked very hard over the holidays. Uh, I was getting texts at during magic games and they were here during a holiday. Th- it was really sad that it overtook their holidays but yeah. they got the site launched. <laughs> At one point, did one of them
0: text you and say, like, my son, Tiny Tim, is at home sick? May I go home, please?
1: (laughs) I I did not ask them to put in the hours. They just uh, did because they went above and beyond. It was really awesome. Uh, We also launched a whole new section uh, at the new site called Love and Money. I'd love for you guys to go check that out. Um, it it is a a year long initiative that we're doing to tackle or change how this generation engages finances and relationships. Uh, Those, those two issues, which the church has typically done a pretty bad job with um, uh, talking about uh, are very intertwined. You know, financial stress is a leading cause of divorce. And uh, we thought, Hey, why don't we take this on and uh, try to change the trajectory of how we engage these issues. So Love & Money, you can go to love slash loveandmoney or you can find it right there on the homepage. Uh, love for you to check it out. We'll be publishing content there throughout the week. Every week we have a special issue uh, with the new issue of Relevant that just released. We have a special edition, the Love & Money print edition as well. So like if a subscriber it came polybagged and there was two magazines, uh, Love & Money has is, is included the January issue of Relevant. You but can also me. view it online. It's It's a great thing. So go check that out. The magazine dot com and the new love and money section. Pretty exciting. Can't it's wait. the first of many, many, many new things rolling out from us this year. Wow, three minis. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. There's a lot. There's a lot more minis. Uh, like there's a lot happening. I'm <laughs> yeah. excited. It's kind of stressful. It is, stressful, but it's good but, stress.
3: But also, hey, get the new issue too. Uh, the new issue we'll
1: get, of Relevant featuring uh, uh, an, an unbelievable conversation with Russell Brand. I, I Jesse told me yesterday that the uh, that the cover story with Russell Brand got. Shared more than 30,000 times over the holidays. It's it's eye-opening. Yeah. It was yeah. a great yeah. piece,
3: Jesse. That writing was really good. Oh, thanks. Thank you. I mean, all the credit goes to him for being willing to have such a candid, interesting conversation about faith. But uh, I really appreciate that.
1: And you can find the new issue at relevantmagazine.com. It's there. You can view the whole thing for free if you'd like. And uh, if you like what you see, maybe subscribe and get it in the paper form mailed to your house. You I should talk about like that business model offline. Well, giving away <laughs> the content for free? Yeah. Yeah, maybe about you to play a, pay to play. Yeah. a sort of firewall or something. Some sort of firewall, but then thirty thousand people couldn't have been impacted <laughs> yeah. by that. That's right. That story's that's not my message.
3: <laughs> was that, that was cool because like the um, the guy who's like the vicar of H is it HBC the the big church and yeah. um, mm-hmm. they, he was tweeting about it. Pete Gregg, or uh, an old friend of relevant a lot of a lot of leaders in the UK were um, were tweeting about it. It's cool to see it. Start That's some cool. conversation. It so. got
1: almost as much Twitter uh, uh, activity as N. E. F. Downs being on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> almost, almost. Right. The vicar of Dibley was tweeting about N. E. F. Downs. Uh, Harris for
2: Harris,
3: lots of different reasons. Harris
1: Junior. Ma- Matt Mac the pa- pa- Third. dad. Matt yeah. Powell <laughs> yeah. tweeting about N. E. F. Downs. Matt
3: the Carney. Matt <laughs> Carney. <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: yeah, and it was, it was super rude what he wrote. It
1: was, yeah, uh, yeah, it was actually. It's
3: unrepeatable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. His Twitter account was briefly suspended.
1: Yeah, it was Uh, pretty uncool. (laughs) Wendy's is trying to take him down on January fourth. Yeah, Matt the Carney will no longer. We will not accept that kind of behavior.
2: You can't say that stuff about me, Matt the Carney. Yeah, (laughs) I'm right here, Matt the Carney. I can hear you.
1: We protect our family, and that's not
0: cool.
2: Thank you.
1: All right, on that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron F. Strang I'm Eddie F. Koffeltz. I'm Chandler F. String. I'm Jesse F. Carey.
2: I'm Annie F. Downs. <laughs> <laughs>
4: well, well done, boys. Week. I feel really welcomed. <laughs>
2: Say good night, and I'll show myself to the door.
4: Hey, I didn't mean to cause a big thing. Just give me an hour.
3: And then. Don't put me in a box, Brooke Baldwin.